to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. It's Jeff here, and it's another episode of the Freedom Nation podcast. This day, or this episode, is episode 17, A Cautionary Tale, My First Freedom Day. So we're going to talk a little bit today about my history, you know, as, as I do in most of these episodes, these early episodes, I've been talking a little bit about my history, my reaching of Freedom Day over the years, and really the challenges that I've faced. And I'm hoping that you learn from some of these challenges that I've had and you don't make those same mistakes. Now, you're going to make some new ones. And if you're creative enough, you'll make lots of them. But if you're able to at least avoid some of the big, risky, very costly mistakes I made, uh, that makes me happy that that you're moving on in life and, and you can build successful, you can build your own successful freedom day. So I've told you in the past uh, the the event that uh, that kind of made me leave working for other people. And uh, if you haven't listened to a couple episodes, and you'll hear me tell this story a couple times about my last review. But the whole idea behind this is, you know, I I quit my job in March first of two thousand sixteen. That is the last time I've actually physically worked for another person. Um, I have started multiple businesses during that time period, and I have never looked back. Um, I can tell you today, I would be a horrible employee working for somebody else. Uh, I've had the freedom. I've been able to get out there, and I've also created my own wealth and tools uh, to, to continue to you know feed my family and build my wealth over time. So you know, when I quit my job and I went out on my own, I thought everything was going to be wonderful. You know, I am now on my own. I'm out there. I have my own business. Life is wonderful. The problem is I went from a bad boss to a worse boss. And my worst boss was me. Uh, The worst person I've ever worked for is me. Why? Because I forced myself in that first three years, almost four years of being in business Um, I forced myself to work 70, 80 hour weeks. I worked into the evenings, typically got up at 6 a.m., started work almost immediately, made coffee and sat down and worked for about two hours, went to the office, um, worked all day, typically left the office around 6 p.m., came home, had dinner with my wife, and then I sat down and with my laptop, you know, usually sitting in front of the TV, but I just hammered out more work until 10 o'clock or so when we would go upstairs to go to bed. And maybe I would read a book or something. Some nights I would even bring the laptop upstairs and I would continue to work a little bit longer. And I did this for going on four years straight. Um, I just wouldn't stop. And during this time period too, we were struggling as a company. And so I was having to work some extra jobs on the side, do some, 
do some work for others, some planning work and things like that, business planning. And so, you know, I had no life. I had nothing. I, I just kept working, working, working. And it was me pressing myself to keep working that way. Um, I had no quality of life. I had no separation between work and home life. And it was, I had nobody to blame but myself. I was the one that did it to me. It wasn't because I had to work those many hours. It was just really because I thought I had to work that. I had to do all this so that I could ensure that I would be able to, I would be able to, to grow my businesses the way I wanted to. And I knew I didn't want to go back. I knew I didn't want to go back to work for anybody else. So that was one of those key things that I said, you know, I just have to keep working, have to keep working, have to keep working. And then 2020 hit. And in March of 2020, COVID hit. And we went from, and I went from going 100 miles an hour, you know, working 70, 80 hour weeks to, hey, we shut one of our co-working spaces down. Pretty much all of our work was done via Zoom with my wealth management practice. So all of a sudden, all this time that I was spending getting in the car, driving to appointments, uh, meeting with people coming into the office, running around, trying to run the co-working spaces, doing extra work, doing business planning, doing uh, marketing consulting work and advertising consulting work with clients. All of that just stopped almost overnight. And we decided with our co-working spaces, there was no reason for us to be in before 9 a.m. or after 4 p.m. because there were nobody, there was nobody coming into the office. I mean, a few people came in that had 24-hour access, so they could literally come and go as they pleased. They didn't really need us there. They could always call us if we weren't there and we'll, you know, we'd run over to the office because we live really close. So all of a sudden I went from working 80 hour work weeks to the price, you know, everything stopped. And I was working from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. And the reason we cut back on those hours is because we were getting into the office a little bit earlier to clean the office because we listened to the idiots in the government that told us that COVID was on everything and everybody was going to die from it. Uh, so we would spend all this time cleaning. And then finally, we realized after, you know, about nine months of that, that that was the stupidest thing we'd ever heard. Nobody was dying from the stuff on the surfaces of, of the office. And so we we stopped you know, having to do all that, but it caused us to slow down. It caused me especially to slow down. And all of a sudden I kind of got this view of, Hey, life is kind of open and the world is getting better and I can see the outside world and everything else is getting to be, you know, I, I actually have a life now and I have weekends and I didn't have to work weekends anymore. So that gave me a view of what the world was. Now, when I began, when I started all of this, and uh, I started our co-working spaces, that was my first freedom engine, was my co-working spaces. And I also, at the time, started a second business concurrently, which was my wealth management practice. Now, the reason I had to do that was uh, the wealth management practice, I could not stay um uh, working in that, I couldn't stay working for the company that I was working for at the time. So one of the things, you know, that I really had the challenge, I, I couldn't stay with the employer that I was with. 
Uh, they wouldn't have allowed me to go off and start my own business. So I, ha- I really had to unplug completely from the company that I was working for. Um, quite honestly, I was happy about that. But the challenge was starting two businesses concurrently was not easy and it was not the best way to do things. So I would highly encourage if you're starting a freedom engine uh, and you should, if you're listening to this podcast, you should be working on getting your freedom engine started. And I would encourage you to focus on one thing, get it going. You might at some point in time uh, decide you want to do something else or you want to start another freedom engine You can do that, but I would get the first one up and running before you do that. One of the things that I kind of built myself or I kind of painted myself into a corner, and I I realize this now, is that one of the things, you know, we talk about the cash flow quadrant early on in the series, um, Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant. And what I realize now is when I left, I thought I was opening businesses. I thought I was starting businesses. And when I when we created both of my businesses, I realized now that they were just, I was self-employed. I was self-employed in both businesses. Uh, my business partner was self-employed in our business. And, you know, what I realized later on was I was doing the exact same thing that I was doing working for somebody else, I was trading time for money because the way I had structured the businesses, they were largely Jeff centric, meaning that everything kind of revolved around me. Everything came through me. Everything had to be approved through me. So the business was limited to what I would allow it to be. And I had built no systems. I had built no processes I did not have people that could really just take the ball and run with it because I was not empowering them to be able to do that. And in some cases, they were not empowering themselves to be able to do that either. So the challenge that I ran into was, you know, I I only had a certain limited amount of time that I could do things. And with me being that choke point, the business was limited in its growth because of the amount of time I had. And there was no amount of time that I could work. There was no amount of hours that I could work to increase the, the businesses and get them to grow beyond just you know what I was holding them back with. Um, it caused a lot of issues with clients because things weren't getting done because I wasn't you know, I was the choke point. I was stopping things that the other people on my team couldn't do because I needed to complete those things. Uh, that has changed, I will say, today. Um, but this is a cautionary tale that you need to look at this. And this is a problem that small business owners and entrepreneurs have. Sometimes it's that you don't know any better. Sometimes it's that you are that control freak, which I kind of am in some cases. Um, I have a very clear idea of what I want done, but sometimes I don't always, I don't always send that off or, or communicate that well with my team. So those are the challenges that you face. Now there was an, an aha moment that happened in my life that helped me to make a change. It was, it was my next freedom day. And it really came as a result of a lot of turnover in employees. 
Um, I didn't have the right people playing the on the team. Um, nothing about them. It's just they weren't the right players for the team. They weren't the right players on my team. Um, and one of the things that I did post pandemic after uh, a couple <laughs> a couple of false starts with hiring people, one leaving, one we just had to part ways. Um, was hiring somebody that could take over one of my co-working spaces and basically just run it without somebody else telling him what to do. He just runs the show. You know, we give him guidance and he just runs with the ball. Well, I also was able to hire somebody this last summer in my other co-working space, the main one. And that has helped immensely because that took a lot of the weight off of me being involved in the business And, you know, my wife is working directly with him and they are really kind of taking all the marketing pieces that I used to do. But another aha moment that I had, and this is really, this is where all of a sudden things really changed for me, is I came to the realization that if I created something using my brain, using my knowledge, and then being able to leverage that knowledge all of a sudden I could make more money. I could grow my businesses. And that came as a result of doing some training around social media. Uh, some of the things that I really truly love. Uh, I had some people ask me to, to come in and do some training on social media. And it just so happened, I, I turned the camera on and I recorded it. And then I offered it up for a small amount of money on the internet to my database of people. And instantly I had a whole bunch of people that would buy that course for, you know, it was like $37 or something like that. Um, And all of a sudden it was the aha moment. My God, if I can just create things where it uses my knowledge, then it's not going to be limiting me by my time. Um, I want to use my knowledge to do that. And since that time period, I've actually begun to make those changes within my businesses. Um, in my co-working business, my wife is exceptional at running the operations of the business. Um, it's actually very good at the marketing piece of it. And really what were they leveraged me today is I started to learn about, you know, sharing my knowledge within my companies and the benefit of sharing my knowledge in my companies and having other members of my team do the extra, do the work part, uh, allowed me to be able to provide information to my team, give them, you know, help them with more complicated, uh, like in the financial planning business, the more, you know, complicated financial planning, uh, I was able to provide them with the knowledge and giving them my knowledge, but not having to physically do the work, letting the rest of my team do the work. On the co-working space, my wife being able to, you know, be the great operations person that she is and be the uh, really good marketer. She she does a lot of the, uh, her and, and Ethan, my, uh, my community manager, they do a lot of, or all basically of the social media marketing. They create all the stuff and really they bring me in to just say, hey, what do you think? And are there any ideas you have or anything extra that you want you want us to do. So with all that, it has allowed me the flexibility to really leverage my time 
so that I'm only providing information and I'm not having to spend hours upon hours working on it. So this is something that in my newest business in the in the solar industry, um, it is allowing me to leverage my time for my other businesses so I can focus on the solar part, which is requiring a little bit more of my actual physical time right now. But as I continue to grow this, I'm actually bringing people onto the team that are going to be out there beating the bushes for me. Um, that are going to be out there identifying opportunities, bringing them in. My marketing team is going to be focused on identifying leads and bringing in leads so that I'm not tied up to that. And then I'm just selling and eventually getting to the point where, you know, I have a big enough team that's under me that's working for me that I can pretty much just create business and then hand it off to them and I won't necessarily be involved in the selling part as much as I will be in the leading and training portions of that. Once again, using my knowledge instead of my physical body and, and mental power at that point. So what all of this has happened or what's all come out of this is the simple fact that I came to a discovery during all this process, and this has been a six-year journey since the beginning of being an entrepreneur, um, it has literally been six years, uh, almost to the to the day that I made the decision that I was going to become an entrepreneur. Uh, it's about six years, almost to the day that I had my last review, and that was my that was the cue point for me to go out and go out on my own. Um, and one of the core tenets of Freedom Day that I always talk to people about is knowledge equals money and money equals time. So what does that mean? Well, knowledge equals money. If I use my knowledge in my head, I mean, if I use my body to go out and, you know, as an example, let's say I wanted to make some extra side money. A lot of people will say, well, yeah, I'll just get join the gig economy and I'm going to go out there and drive Uber and deliver food and, you know, uh, whatever, anything that's in the gig economy like that, where I can kind of just do it as I please. I don't have to show up to a job every day. That works well and good, but the problem is there's only so many hours in a day and there's only so much of you. There's only one of you. You have no way to use leverage at that point to be able to grow beyond your hours. So it's the same thing as working for someone else. It's just you're self-employed. So you at least have some control and of who, what, and where, but you also, you only make money if you're working in those cases. So knowledge is money, leveraging your knowledge, leveraging other people to help you use that knowledge, whether it's hiring somebody to, you know, if you're doing a podcast like I do, I have someone who edits the podcast, who puts them up online. I have somebody that that posts these to the social media and everything else. So all I have to do is I have to write the shows and I have to get on this camera or get on this microphone and speak to you. That's all I have to do. I don't have to do anything else related to the podcast. So that knowledge equals money, meaning that money comes in as a result of the things I do using my brain. And that money buys me time. 
So, you know, this last weekend, instead of working Friday, I took a day off and we went up to Dallas and visited my folks and hung out with family and did a lot of fun stuff. And I didn't have to think about anything. I finished my podcast for the week. I got all my work done uh, that I could be involved in. I assigned that work out to others on my team. They were working while I was gone. I didn't check email. I didn't need to do anything. And I came back on Monday and really was able to just kind of hit the ground running again because other people were working on these projects. And I'm now involving at least one of my teammates in every conversation that I have with a client, um, every conversation that I have uh, with a business partner or anything like that. I'm including one of my one of my teammates because I want them to kind of manage that process and manage me in the process as well. So that money is buying me time. Going into next year, I have a very lofty list on my vision board of things I want to do. And there are going to be things that my businesses are going to pay for. Everything on my vision board, one of my businesses is going to end up paying for. Um, Most of this will come from the solar business because that is the business that uh, I really don't need the income from. So we can use that income to go do all the things on our list. And my wife put a big old massive vision board thing on there for two years from now when we have our 30th anniversary. So, you know, we'll work towards that. And it's going to have to really be, this is going to have to be some concerted thinking that we're going to have to do during that time period, because it will mean an extensive, probably two week trip overseas where I'm not going to be involved in my businesses during that time period. And that means I'm going to have to make sure everybody is prepared for that time period. We plan ahead. We get everything done that needs me to be involved. And then I'm going to check out for two full weeks at that point and not really be involved. And I'm just going to spend time with my wife. And we're taking a a boat tour through through the center of France on some of the canals in France. Seven days on that and then spending some other time around France during that time period. So that's what my money is going to buy me, the time to be able to take those kind of trips now and change. And that's not something that has been for the last five years. It has just been since August of this year, 2022, August 1st, when I had my my next Freedom Day where I had the ability to take a day off, which I hadn't been able to, take a vacation, which I hadn't been able to. Um, My next planned Freedom Day, uh, because I see these as as things that build on things, uh, this year, my focus in all of my businesses is to automate them as much as possible, uh, to empower my team to be able to make decisions without me being involved in that and give them the capabilities to, and the understanding of where to go to ask questions if I'm not available and how to really grow themselves, how to grow beyond what I, you know, allowed them to do up to this point. So hopefully you understand something from this cautionary tale and you think about this as you're designing your freedom engine, whatever you're working on right now, and you should be, that was your homework a couple episodes ago was to start thinking about your own freedom day and what that freedom day is going to, or that your own freedom day and what your freedom engine is going to be 
that's going to take you there. So that allows you to start to think about, okay, don't do what I did. Uh, I did what I did for way too long, and I'm lucky that I didn't completely burn out. Um, I, I enjoy working. So that's one of the, one of the advantages that, you know, I guess the, uh, I guess the challenge for me was I really love what I'm doing and I'm always there and I'm, I'm focusing myself and I'm, you know, I, I just want to push, 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 push. Uh, but the reality is I could have easily burned out really bad and just said, screw it. I'm just going to go find a job, go work for somebody else. And, you know, I'll die a little bit every day, but, you know, I just can't, I can't do it at the level that I was doing it anymore. Uh, so in a lot of cases, thank God for COVID. Uh, it was a horrible thing. And a lot of people lost their lives uh, because of this and wherever or whoever created it, you know, they're, they're going to hopefully get a reckoning someday. Um, but the reality is kind of forced me to stop, slow down, look at the world, uh, realize that I truly enjoy doing what I'm doing. And there's a, it was a huge opportunity for me to just kind of break free a little bit. So thank you very much for listening. I, I hope this is helpful. Once again, you know, we're on all the major podcast channels, wherever you're at, subscribe to the channel because we do shows uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but there are time periods where we will throw an extra show in here or something along those lines. You know, we might have a episode 18.5 or something like that. That's kind of something that fills in for the moment. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, you're just not going to remember or you're not going to be able to, uh, to, to, or you'll miss the show. So make sure you do that. The other part is we love comments. Uh, so, it, you know, if you want to comment, if you want to ask a question, whatever, give us a five star if you can. Um, we, we would love to hear from you so that if there's things that you have questions on, I want to know and, and I want to be able to add those to another show down the road. So thanks a lot. We'll see you back here um, or hear you back here or hear me back here in just a few days. And you guys have a great day. Head out for your Freedom Day. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.